Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy. For today, my name is Heather and I'm going to give you some news and views from a West Texans biblical point of view. One you're going to find in your mainstream media. Hey guys, welcome to uh, this evening's podcast. We have several things to talk about. Um, folks, it is getting crazy. And I asked myself this a lot. And uh, somebody else asked the same question. And you know what? They wrote an article about it. Why does nobody care about the pandemic of mystery, mystery deaths? And this is uh, Daniel Horowitz in the Conservative Review. You can find it at uh, www.conservativereview.com. It was posted today, September the 28th. And we're going to talk about that article tonight. Uh, and a lot of people ask that question. I talked, I asked that a lot, like, is people not paying attention? I mean, people are dropping like flies and you're just like, da, 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 gotta get my booster. I'm like, what is going on with you folks? Anyway, so Operation Mockingbird. Yes, it's real. Folks, this is by Leo Holman. H-O-H-M-A-N-N dot com. Go show him some love because you know him. We love him. He is one of my favorites, you guys. Okay, so, and what else? So, perusing through the headlines on hopeforourtimes.com. Check out these headlines. We're not going to talk about all these, but just listen, listen to the headlines. British Telecom CEO firing whites, hiring non-whites to, quote, hit diversity targets, unquote. Uh, you got that going on. And what else do we have? Climate crisis activists um, seek to put meat on their list of banned, quote, fossil fuels, unquote. Adverts. So, climate crisis activists have dreamed up a campaign that they bombastically call a quote treaty to ban advertising of high carbon products. And guess what's on their meat? You better believe it. I just picked up my meat, by the way, today from Pie Dom. Pie Dom meets out of Nazareth, Texas. Alan Birkenfeld is a great steward of what God has given him, he's a great steward of his animals. And um, some really tasty beef, let me tell you. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Ain't nothing like grass-raised, grass-finished beef. And let me throw this out. If you go to the grocery store and it says grass-fed beef, let me tell you something. That does not mean it was finished on grass. They may have started that cow out on grass, but then finished him with that GMO grain that we all love, right? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Monsanto. Mm, for dinner, yeah. No. Find you a local farmer or rancher or better yet. Do my friend Michelle does raise your own beef. Now listen, if my backyard was a little bit bigger, I'd throw me some cows back there, but mm, the city kind of frowns on that. Mm, so I can't really do that. <laughs> oh boy. But I can buy some from Nazareth. Now let me tell you something. People are like, oh my gosh, that's so expensive. Like, I don't know what you guys pay for pounds of, of the garbage at the grocery store. Um, I went to the store the other day and just kind of looked and I'm like, oh wow, look at that. So I get grass-fed beef where they know that cow's name. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Daisy, come here, Daisy. You're going to be lunch. Porterhouse. Anyway, so where they know their name, right? For $7 and I think 81 cents, 89, 780, whatever, 69, I don't know, a pound. Folks, that's delicious. Mm, mm. You can't beat those prices. And if you go to, if you guys have a natural grocers, they're always running sales. They have thousand, I want to say thousand something, thousand prairie or something like that is the beef company to get their beef from. Um, our other store carries it too. They got a sale going right now, $5.99 grass-fed beef. 
Like, what are you waiting for? Why are you still buying your beef at the big retailers? Hmm. Because you don't know any better. You know, because when you go in, you don't know. It says grass-fed beef. But that doesn't mean that beef was raised in America. Now, it might have been shipped over here to the USA and then finished here in the U.S. of A. But that does not mean that that cow came from here. I just learned this over the weekend. I was watching some YouTube folks, and I was like, whoa, that's disturbing. So anyway, just a little tidbit, because you know when I learn something, I want you guys to learn it uh, too. Uh, there's another YouTube channel I want to direct you guys to. Let me pull it up my history. Yes, right here. She is phenomenal. I love her. Uh, it's Becoming a Farm Girl. And you can go to becomingafarmgirl.com as well to check out some more information. Folks, I tell you what. I love cornflakes. I know it sounds ridiculous, but I do. I love cornflakes. and But I don't like the store-bought cornflakes. And then if you go to the other stores like Barbara's and all this other stuff, it's five sixty-nine for a box of like four ounces or something of cornflakes. I'm like, this is crazy. Well, on her channel, she shows you how to make cornflakes. Yes, folks, cornflakes at home. What? Oh, my gosh. And, and you like Rice Krispies? She's going to show you how to make Rice Krispies with rice and salt. That's it, folks. Amazing, amazing. And she's got all kinds of stuff, all kinds of different cereals out there, brand flakes, all kinds of stuff. And uh, she just has a substitution for us gluten-free folks. I'm like, what? Dude, and I love her personality. She is so sweet. I just love her personality. She's got a little garden. Um, she lives in a condo, her and her husband. And uh, she's got this garden going out on their, on their deck. I'm like, what? It's like a vertical garden. I'm like, dude, I'm already making stuff. Yeah, I'm at the, I'm at Natural Grocers. I actually, I went to the, uh, we have a drug emporium place here. And I was like, hey, do you guys like beeswax little things? Oh, yeah, let me show you where it's at. Never in my life, but I never thought about buying it. But she tells you how to make an ointment, which is better than your neosporin that you get at the store. Mm-hmm. Better for you. Do it at home. I was like, what? Dude, go check her out. Great channel. And uh, while you're checking that out, you can check out City Prepping. There's another prepping channel, uh, City Prepping. And, of course, we can't forget Mama Bear Prepper, old Tasha, over there. So, um, you know, you always want to be prepared, whether it's for a three-day blackout or six-month or a grid-down situation. Uh, you know, Big Brother tends to tell us what they're going to do before they do it. And uh, the WEF, yeah, they're telling us what they're going to do before they do it. You know, because you're going to own nothing and be happy and you're going to eat bugs and love it. Yeah, guys. Mm, that's a lot of dripping with sarcastic there, I'm telling you. Um, so, yeah, you kind of want to get prepared. And it's kind of nice to know you know, ahead of time and kind of feel a little bit secure, like, hey, you know, I, you know, I have a plan. Because I'm telling you what, when the stuff hits the fan, you don't be scrambling, like, what am I going to do? Oh my gosh, what do, what do I, I, um, geez, what do I, you know, where are my batteries? You know, you want to have a plan, you want to have a go bag, probably have a go bag in your vehicle and a go bag in your house. Um, you want to know, you know, I'm talking to myself as much as I'm talking to you guys. You want to know where everything is. Where's your candles? Where's your flashlight? Where's your ammo? You know, important stuff, you know, <laughs> where, where's this, where's that? Um, you know, do you have backup power? Do you have a, another way to generate power? Um, do you have solar panels? Do you have a generator? Do you, you know, whatever, um, now's the time to be, you know, getting that stuff prepared, not later. Do it now. Um, don't wait. You know, one of my cousins asked me, you know, what should I get? I'm like, well, there's a whole list of stuff. You know, let me get you started. And so Mama Bear Prepper has some really good lists um, on her website. But 
Um, another thing, like, I don't know if you guys are familiar with this, and I don't know if I can find it. I just now, I should have been prepared, but it just popped into my head. I was kind of perusing some books on eBay, um, and I was kind of checking out some stuff. And sometimes you can get some really good things, and I don't know if it keeps a history kind of like Amazon does. Well, maybe. Um, and so I was looking at these books, and it is the medical guide. And so it's everything you need to know about you know how to treat this how to treat that how to make your own tinctures how to do your own whatever um and it was uh it was awesome let me see if i can pull it up medical let me say medical survivor guide and it's by doctors so i mean it's not like you know joe blow and you know whatever okay i had to pause that and come back because i'm like what but i found that it is the survival medicine handbook the essential guide for when help is not on the way and is by Dr. Joseph Alton, A-L-T-O-N, and Amy Alton, A-L-T-O-N-A-P-R-N. So guys, you can go and check that right now. It is on Amazon uh, paperback uh, for $27.19 on sale. And um, you can grab that and have it delivered to your house. If you want the spiral bound, it's like, I think, 80 bucks. But anyway, um, the paperback should do just fine. I read the reviews and they were like a 4.8. One person was upset because it was in black and white. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, you're upset about it. Anyway, but she flipped through the book. As she was, you know, as she said, she was upset about it because it was being in black and white and it looked perfect. So guys, mm, just a little tidbit of information there. Also, if you are a Kindle Unlimited su uh, subscriber, you can get a lot of stuff. Like right here, I'm looking at the Ultimate Survival Medicine Guide, Emergency Preparedness for Any Disaster. That's another one by Dr. Joseph Alton, MD, and his, uh, I, I'm guessing that's his wife. Um, and it's zero on Audible to listen to it. So anyway, you guys, a lot of good stuff, lots of good stuff um, out there. But like I said, don't wait until the last moment. You know, I'm a huge procrastinator, and I totally admit it, I do. I am a procrastinator. But when it comes to this, man, we cannot procrastinate, you guys. We need to get ready. So know where your supplies are. Know um, where everything is. Number one, have a get-out-of-town plan in case it gets really bad. Definitely have your go bag. Um, stock up on some ammo or whatever you use to um, protect yourself. Also, you're going to want to do some heating sources. Um, you know, the CD Prepper guy was watching him and he kind of, he has some really good, um, insight and some info. Um, if you haven't bought yourself a tent, get a tent just big enough for you and how many people in, is in your family, include your fur babies. Um, but get you a tent cause you're even in your home. You know, I remember this on the farm, you know, because it would get super cold. The gas would freeze, you know, we'd be doing the fireplace and hanging big old, uh, drapes and stuff and confining us into one room of the house. And, um, you know, you want to secure that heat in that area. So get plastic, get whatever you can to get over the windows. You can put a tent inside your room. And then, of course, you can climb in, inside that tent. Of course, the heat's going to stay um, in that in that tent. You're going to, you know, preserve the heat. But folks, um, you know, it is El Nino, I do believe. So we are looking probably for a pretty bad winter. Um, but, you know, on the other hand, it's time, you know, it's just, you know, you need to be prepared. Because, I mean, anything could happen. Look at Texas. We had the freeze and the snow and Houston and down. So, I mean, it never happens. It never happens. And, of course, power went down. A lot of people died um, during that. So it's better to be prepared then when it happens, you don't know what you're going to do. So know where everything is. Make one closet in your house. Do whatever you can just to put your survival gear, your packs, your plan, everything in there with your family. It's nice to know where they are, you know, because you're going to want to come together. Because, you know, if the grid goes down or even an EMP strike, 
Folks, your cards aren't going to run. Nothing is going to run. Your phones are dead. Everything is fried unless it's in one of those um, boxes, you know. So um, you definitely need to have some plans because they can happen at any moment. They can strike that EMP. Boom. Even the sun flare could do it, you know. So it's not that, you know, just be prepared. That's all I'm saying. You know me. Be prepared. Don't be scared. Um, same way with Bible prophecy. Be prepared. God give it to us to prepare us, not to scare us. So if you don't know, get in the word of God and let it get into you, right? Um, so anyway, um, so yeah, just one thing, just get books, old fashioned paperback books. Don't rely on everything to be on your phone. Cause you know, if that EMP strikes, your phone is fr literally fried. It's not like you can't power it. I mean, it's fried. Everything on it is gone. So old fashioned paperback books are going to save your butt. <laughs> Root sellers. I never thought about this. Now look, we had one on the farm, but I didn't know you can make one so easy. And I was watching some of these Prepper Channel guys. And um, you can dig a hole in the ground. And I know a lot of y'all listening to me. Yeah, we know that. Well, I didn't know that. So I'm sharing some info with you guys. So uh, get, you mind those old-timey metal trash cans? I guess you can still get them nowadays. Dig a hole in the ground. Put that trash can in the ground. And you can use that as a root cellar. Like, what? What? Super cool information out there, guys. Anyway, it's kind of nice, you know, to have. Um, whilst I'm building my patio, I built a patio, guys. I put a patio in. And I was like, kind of, kind of proud of that. I worked hard on that. <laughs> it's like a little fire pit out there, you know. Anyway, um, but folks, man, we got to get to these headlines. I could talk about prepping stuff and you know preparing things, but it was I was talking to my cousin about it today, and that's what kind of was on my fresh on my mind, you know. But uh, yeah, so, you know, climate crime, they're going to come after your meat. They're coming after your meat. Empty shelves with absolutely no books. Um, students, parents, questions, school boards, library, weeding process. Folks, it's getting crazy. Hospitals uh, refuse to perform gender and hormonal mutilations, even where it is elite, where it is legal. Praise God, there are some smart people um, that know this is going to ruin these kids' lives. So, yeah, it's a good thing. New York City tells migrants you are better off somewhere else. <laughs> New York City is planning to distribute flyers to migrants and shelters and uh, at the U.S. southern border and that say, of course, you're better off somewhere else. <laughs> As they're invading my state, uh, you know, we're shipping them everywhere else because, you know, New York's like, oh, man, we need to include everybody. Everybody needs to come over. But we started shipping them to your doorstep. You're like, oh, wait a minute, wait. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's a little different. Mm. So, Buenos Aires, Central Square becomes nighttime soup kitchen as poverty hits 40%. Folks, poverty, 40% in Buenos Aires. Mm. Death of free speech. The EU signs a law to police the entire internet folks it's getting deep we may read this one this is the wine press real christian news john 8 32 and you can find it at the winepress.com hey this is pretty interesting geopolitics and uh societal events hey i'm kind of liking this i haven't seen this website before so i'm gonna click out of this uh i may subscribe i may not you know so death of free speech eu signs law to police the entire internet and takes down websites with unapproved speech mm, folks this is by jacob m thompson it's going on as we see things happening which we knew was going to happen we knew it um they've already started that stuff it's all this inclusive speech like youtube took my channel and took my took my channel and wiped it out just gone everything was gone i'm like wow and they'll do it to you too, believe me. So anyway, um, man, 
let's jump into these articles really quick. So why does nobody care about the pandemic of mystery deaths? This is by David, or I'm sorry, Daniel Horowitz. You can find it at the conservative review. Um, dot com. He says, we have more governments and more out media outlets focusing on public policy that uh, than at any point in human history. There's no greater public policy issue uh, than the survival of the human race. Why then is there absolutely zero curiosity about finding the reason for shocking excess mortality skyrocketing concurrently with precipitous drops in birth rates? It's only our survival that's at stake. Isn't that the truth? Earlier this month, the Scottish government published vital statistics on mortality and birth covering the second quarter of 2023. The statistics compare birth and death rates relative to the same period over the previous six years, minus the pandemic year of 2020. The results are shocking and reveal the death of a civilization. Among the report's key points are, one, there were 11,061 births registered in Scotland between the 1st of April and the 30th of June, 2023. This is 9.1% uh, lower than the quarter to average of 12,164. 14,987 people died in Scotland in the second quarter of 2023, 7.3% higher than the five-year second quarter average of 13,963. Adjusting for age, the Scottish mortality rate for the second quarter of 2023 was 1,079 per 100,000 population, 1.4% higher than the five-year average for the second quarter. This rate takes into account the growing and aging population and is therefore the best indicator of the direction of the mortality trend. There were 51 stillbirths, 8.6 above, that's 8.6% above the quarter two average of 43. There were 50 infant deaths, 21.4% above the quarter two average of 41. And 7,628 marriages were recorded in Scotland in the second quarter of 2023, 0.5% lower than the recent average. 261 same-sex marriages were recorded compared with the five-year average of 247. So it goes on to stipulate a little bit more but he goes in short births are down deaths are up still still births are down and infant deaths are up considerably these numbers should be jarring in any country especially if it's a small one but i have not seen any media coverage on these statistics he says but fear not gay marriages are increasing so there is yet hope for the human procreation in scotland oh wait obviously marriages and births have been waning for decades in uh, western countries but then steep but then uh, but the sudden steep decline in birth rates from just a few years ago is a mystery. It's a pattern we're seeing all over the world, not just in Scotland. I like that. Fear not gay marriages are on their increase, so there's hope. But, oh, wait. <laughs> it's kind of hard to procreate when uh, you're the same sex. Anyway, so in what explains the excess mortality and the shocking rise in stillbirths and neonatal deaths? As I reported last year, he says Scotland has already breached the warning level for the upper limit of neonatal deaths three times since 2021, which has triggered investigations. All we were told is that the culprit is not COVID and it's not the COVID shots, even though investigators never checked the vaccination status of mothers. And we now know from Pfizer's documents that it transfers transplacentally. So the only official statement we have about the new data came from Daniel Burns, a vital even a, a vital event statistic or statistician at the National Records of Scotland who noted in a press release that the excess deaths came from cancer, coronary heart disease, cere cerebral 
cerebrovascular disease and respiratory disease. He also cautioned while the number of deaths was up by 7%, this doesn't take into account the changing size and age profile of the population, so the mortality rate is the more accurate measure to use. Sure, the population is getting older, but again, that doesn't explain such a precipitous rise, especially as it coincides with a drop in births and surge in stillbirths and neonatal deaths. What could be causing more cancers, cardiovascular deaths, vascular disease, and respiratory disorders that also happens to affect reproductive health in the same, at the same time? Hmm, I mean, it's only all of our civilization on the line here, he says. Last year, Public Health Scotland announced it had no intention of identifying vaccination statuses of mothers of dead babies because such an analysis had the potential to be used to harm vaccine confidence at this, quote, critical time. Since then, the warning level for neonatal deaths has been breached again, and stillbirths were 32% higher in April than even during lockdowns. Obviously, none of us can affirmatively prove the vaccine is responsible for all of these sudden deaths and sudden reproductive problems in every country, but a budding Sherlock Holmes might want to start his inquiry with a new byproduct that was introduced right around the time these deaths and other troubling ailments begin to appear. The Scottish numbers may be analyzed in a vacuum. A recent analysis by former BlackRock executive Ed Dowd found that the UK at large experienced an excess death rate from cardiovascular disease of 30 percent and 44 percent in 2021 and 2022 respectively in people ages 15 to 44 is part of a broader trend of accelerated excess deaths particularly among younger people accelerating since 2021 with the rise of the vaccines over and beyond the pandemic deaths of 2020 folks lots more numbers here but you get the gist um nobody's looking into it Nobody. Nobody's looking into it. And here's a quote. So the UK-based Institute and Faculty of Actuaries issued a report in April with this shocking observation about the first quarter of 2023, long after the pandemic was over. Cumulative, quote, cumulative mortality rates for the older age groups are relatively high compared to the other years shown. Mortality for the younger age groups is particularly high with the 2020 20 to 44 age group having similar levels of mortality as seen in the same period in 2021. The worst pandemic year for that age group, goes on to say. So why the lack of panic? Since when have global governments and the media ever shot away from alarming people over trends much less menacing to our survival? This enigma would jar the imagination of any casual observer of current trends or current events, even without the introduction of the shots. The fact that the European database uh, Yerdra Vigilance is now reporting 46,999 fatalities and 4,731,833 injuries following injections of five mRNA COVID vaccines makes the lack of curiosity all the more stupefying, right? Perhaps more concerning than their dismissal of the knowledge danger shots of the, of the known danger shots as the culprit is the fact that they are not even bothered by the trend itself we are all witnessing. They don't even want to get to the bottom of it. It's almost as if they're not bothered by the outcome of higher deaths and fewer births. This should scare you a lot, he says. But of course, Daniel, that's their plan, Mr. Horowitz. You know it and I know it. And, um, you know, because you remember, oh, Bill Gates of hell, if we do a really good job with the vaccines, we can reduce the population by 90%. And people are like, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, folks, this is the world we live in. It just blows my mind. 
blows my mind every time i'm telling you when you watch that and people clapped and they're like yeah yeah we're like taking their heads like yeah yeah it's correct yeah i'm like do you not know what you're agreeing with you're murdering 90 percent of the population we're heading towards the tribulation the bible tells us we are and i wonder why because of stuff like this because of stuff like this but there's good news folks i want to throw in some good news one million kids gather at flagpoles to pray for america praise the lord for that tell you what there is still christianity in the in the world today revelation 16 the world is shaken and pummeled to the ground christian post within the sacred pages of revelation chapter 16 the reader encounters a compelling portrayal of god's incomparable power the gravity of human defiance the somber consequences of rebellion and god's unswerving commitment to truth and holiness folks it's coming it's coming the revelation is uh is is was told to us john saw it jesus wanted us to know read the book of revelation if somebody tells you it's too hard for you to understand you just say uh, excuse me nope the holy spirit is the one that teaches me get you a good bible like the world wearsby bible oh get your the david jeremiah study bible that'll get you through or even better um john MacArthur has a book going through revelation i am got that right now haven't started it but i will be that's a great one and Mark Hitchcock's got a fantastic book. It's called The End. Mm-mm-mm. Anything you wanted to know, it's in that book. So, folks, don't let people tell you that you can't read the book of Revelation because you can. Now, 15-minute cities are climate lockdowns. This is Canada. Uh, free press. All oh, Canada. Oh, yes. Agenda 21 or Agenda 21 slash 2030 is closer than ever to completion. One component, the 15-minute city neighborhood is being imposed in the U.S. without the informed consent and vote of the community, just as they had introduced the ICLEI membership into many parts of the U.S. decades ago. Folks, it's coming. And I was quite shocked to see my city on there, Amarillo, Texas. Amarillo by morning. Yeah, mm-hmm. Might want to look up a map because your city could be on there too. Oh, goodness, guys. Uh, man, I tell you what, I was over at frontpagemag.com. I was perusing some headlines just now. CDC confessions. Did the government quash discussion about the ineffectiveness and danger of vaccines? That article was posted the 26th of September by Lloyd Billingsley. Lloyd Billingsley wrote this article. And I just kind of wanted to touch on a couple paragraphs here. So with mysterious new variants allegedly i do the air quotes here allegedly emerging joe biden announces new vaccines for quote everybody unquote regardless of what they had done in the past as this new news breaks former centers for disease control director dr robert redfield reveals that the government health bureaucracy tried to quash discussion about the ineffectiveness of covid vaccines goes on to say quote There was such an attempt to not let anybody get any hint that maybe vaccines weren't foolproof, which, of course, we now know they have significant limitations, unquote, said former CDC director, co-founder of the University of Maryland's Institute of Human Virology and chief of infectious diseases at the University of Maryland School of Medicine. Quote, my position was just tell the American public the truth. There are side effects to vaccines. 
Tell them the truth and don't try to package it. He said, in similar style, I think we should really have confidence and not be afraid to debate the issues that we think are in the public's best interest and just tell the public the truth, said Redfield, pictured above, who had been at odds with the government health establishment before. He says, in 2021, Redfield told CNN, quote, I'm of the point of view that I still think the most likely etiology of this pathology in Wuhan was from a laboratory, you know, escaped, unquote. After these statements, as Vanity Fair, Vanity Fair reported, quote, death, death threats flooded his inbox, unquote, some from prominent scientists. Quote, he says, I was threatened and ostracized. I proposed another hypothesis, Redfield explained. I expected it from politicians. I didn't expect it from science. The people might expect the FBI on full alert against domestic violent extremists to investigate death threats against a public official. If any investigation took place, nothing has been reported. It goes on to say, in May of 2021, Joe Biden tasked the intelligence community to, quote, redouble their efforts to collect and analyze information on the origin of the pandemic. Despite their efforts, in August, Biden lamented that critical information about the origins of this pandemic exists in the People's Republic of China. But China continues to reject calls for transparency and withhold information, unquote. That uh, the Delaware Democrat in government since 1972 seemed unaware that the CDC deploys the Epi Epidemic Intelligence Service Team or the EIS, a medical CIA, to prevent epidemics from arriving on American soil. The intrepid EIS failed to stop the COVID virus from arriving stateside and their failure has not been subjected to investigation. Folks, I tell you what, it is all a pandemic. We know that. More variants are coming. They're still talking about what is the monkey. Remember the monkey pox? Folks, there is, uh, they have their plan. And they're going to implement that plan come hell or high water. Um, and we all know who's behind this plan. It's Satan. Everybody knows it. We live in a fallen world. And um, we are. And that's why the earth groans. All of creation groans for Christ to come and set everything back. So when Jesus comes back, I'm telling you what, it's all going to be set right praise god have you ever noticed that the earth animals all of creation grown for redemption for christ's redemption so when christ comes back he's going to put everything back praise god a new heaven new earth everything and we have so much to look forward to so while we're on this earth we're going to see you know wickedness is going to it's going to get worse and worse the closer we get to the tribulation and during the tribulation it's going to be you don't want to be here words can't explain it I, I can't convey to you how horrific, terrifying it will be. It will be God's wrath, almighty God, pouring his wrath out on an unrepentant, unbelieving world, an unrepentant, unbelieving of his son, Jesus Christ. And uh, you see the wicked people right now. Um, and, you know, I've been reading, I'm reading um, Charles Stanley's um, Daily Bible. I'll tell you what, folks, if you don't have a copy, that gets you one. Um, you can get them pretty good. His daily Bible, like $19, 20 bucks, you can get them. Um, anyway, you go through the Bible in a year, and it's got Charles Stanley's insights in there, and I tell you, I love him. I wish he would have called his son that as an apostate like Andy Stanley is. I wish Charles would have done that, but he didn't. But, you know, not to my knowledge, I never saw him call him out. Of course, I never saw him, you know, congratulate him or anything either, but um, I want to grab it as Man, I tell you what, it's it's good to study the Word of God every day. Um, I do it every morning, um, you know, and if I miss it in the morning, I most definitely will get it before I go to bed. And so it's such a peace, 
such a calming feeding on the word of God. I tell you what, uh, you definitely need that. You definitely need that, especially today in this world. Mm-mm-mm. So the closer we see the tribulation coming, we know that the rapture happens before the tribulation of the church. If you don't know that, Jack Hibbs, wonderful job, wonderful job of explaining that. It's got a great, uh, great YouTube videos on some of his sermons um, talking about that. It does a way better job than I do. Um, Jack Hibbs of Calvary Chapel, Channel Hills. Um, great job. Lots of articles out there. Uh, Mark Hitchcock, folks, there's plenty of people out there. David Reagan from Lamb and Lion Ministries. Um, he was a president and founder. He has since retired. He's, I think he's in his 90s. Um, but Nathan, um, Nathan Jones and some other folks have it now. Nathan Jones does the internet part of that. Um, but anyway, Lamb and Lion, go there. Folks, if you don't know where to go or where to get the truth at, please go to uh, BibleProphecyForToday.com. Bible Prophecy, the number four today com and I have got tons of information on there where you guys can find you don't have to go hunting around and you don't have to uh, go looking here and there and you know you might you know find somebody that's not uh, biblically sound not theologically sound I even have a shirt on my merchandise store I have a couple of mugs and stuff it says doctrine matters and I grabbed that headline uh, that little phrase there from brother Spencer Smith and he says doctrine and folks doctrine does matter um, cause I tell you what, you can be, you can be going to church, you can go every Sunday morning, boy, that pastor can just itch and scratch your little ears, boy, and you just feel so good when you leave there, you know, it's, oh my gosh, that was wonderful, I feel so good about myself, yeah, and lead you straight to hell, okay, you can follow folks like Cat Kurt, how could possibly take that woman seriously, I don't understand how, but people do, by the millions, um, cat curs and all these wicked people, um, folks, the name it, name it and claim it and blab it and grab it and whatever, folks, it's wickedness. It's, it's a false gospel. It is a different gospel. What was it Paul say? If anybody, anybody comes to you and preaches to you a different gospel than what you have learned, better than an angel or whatever, let them be an anathema, which means accursed. Let them be accursed. Those folks are accursed. The Joel Osteens of the world, the Kenneth Copelands of this world, folks, they are accursed. Please do not follow them. But if you want to follow good, sound, biblically sound, theologically sound folks, go to our website, Bible Prophecy, the number four, today.com. And if you scroll on down towards the bottom there, I've got, I've got a bunch of either podcast on there. I'm going to probably move all that to a page. I do have a podcast page. So I'm going to, I'm going to revamp the website a little bit. And you can scroll on down. It says resources. And it says, why is it important to study the Bible? I've got tons of resources there from Brett Meter of Athy Creek uh, Christian Fellowship Church there in Oregon. I love him. Love him. Oh man, he is fantastic. I love him. Uh, Pastor David Reagan of Lamb and Lion Ministries. And so it talks about why we should study Bible prophecy. Uh, Pastor J.D. Farag. I know you guys of him, not Farag, but Farag, F-A-R-A-G. He does a Bible prophecy update. Oh, by the way, um, Brett Meter does one too, the first of every month. Um, Hal Lindsay, I've got him on there. Jim Markell's um, Harbinger's Daily. She's got an article on there. Um, Uncertain Times. Ed Heinsen, the late great Ed Heinsen's on there. Chad Thomas, Spencer Smith. I mean, lots of folks. Um, if you need resources, I mean, that's where to go. John Holler. I've got Pastor Jack Hibbs in Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills. Um, his uh, actually have his um, one that he's talking about the rapture is on there so folks got a lot of great lot of great uh, pastor um, and teacher uh, Amir Sarfati is on there Pastor Billy Crone Todd Hampson lots of folks Tom Hughes Dr. Mark Hitchcock 
um, you know, a bunch of great, great folks. Um, Melissa Daughtry's on there as well. She's great. She's a great apologist. Um, Stephen Paulette Kozar, the messed up church and Pastor Alan Jackson. So guys, got a lot of resources on there. Um, I have some videos from Doug and Stacy on there. If you haven't seen these latest ones, you want to go jump on there. Um, a lot of stuff, lots of stuff on there. And so I'm going to be working on some more things that are on the website. Um, and lots of articles here lately by, um, I've got some, Michelle, Michelle Mooneyham out of Alabama has sent us some great articles, um, Jump I'll Catch You, and then her latest one is Choose Life, folks, I read that on the, uh, on the podcast not too long ago, and it is so fitting for today, and it kind of lined up with the Bible, which is what I was reading today, um, out of my Bible study, so, um, lots of great places you guys can go and get resources i want to bring it all to you i want to actually put another page on my website just for like homesteading and prepping um that kind of thing and no i'm not one of them crazy bunker prepper folks you know like oh my gosh the world's a chicken little those sky is falling no i'm thinking be more prepared because you don't really know what's going to happen look what happened with covid people didn't you can't even buy toilet paper i'm like why do people really the strangest weirdest stupidest thing people hoard and i'm not saying to hoard stuff I'm a totally don't don't hoard. Uh, my philosophy is uh, we should grab stuff to not only feed our families and ourselves, but our neighbors, because we all know elderly neighbors or or folks that don't you know that have a hard time making ends meet, especially in this world today. That's easily uh, happens you know a lot, and um, you can work three jobs and still you know have a hard time making ends meet. So we all know folks like that, and you may be one of those folks yourself. Um, if you have to go to the dollar store or whatever you can start stocking up on stuff, do it. Beans, rice, you know, do whatever you can. If you're at the grocery store, just buy a little bit more while you're there. The more you buy now is going to be better because prices are going to only increase. When I started telling you guys, you better get you some food. You know, you better get you some food. Prices were a whole lot cheaper than they are now. Things have almost doubled in the price of what I normally buy. And, um, oh, by the way, folks, it's, um, thousand, oh man, I just went into the freezer just a minute ago. Look at that beef. And I completely forgot what it was. It's thousand something. I am terrible. My brain after COVID from all those years ago, I guess it's called COVID brain. Like, I mean, but vitamins are good for you. I haven't taken my vitamins here lately. I need to get back on those vitamins and kind of kick that up a notch. Um, but, uh, you know, um, it's nice to be prepared you know you don't you always want to be prepared because anything if we've learned anything about our new big brother government anything can happen so uh there's a couple articles uh more that i want to talk to you guys about i know i'm all over the place tonight <laughs> there's so much happening though um so i'm going to come over here we're going to pull this up now this is what i pulled up um the other night but i didn't get a chance to um read it um to you guys and i think i have let me Got my laptop and my big screen going here. Um, so I did talk about the death of uh, free speech. EU signs law to police the entire internet and take it down and takes down websites with unapproved speech. This is um, the winepress.com, uh, winepressnews.com. And, uh, you know, that's just a sign of what's coming. We know YouTube and all these other places. Google, huge, right? We, we, you know, we know these are coming. We know that's what their plan is. And so like Pastor Billy Crone says, get the DVD, get the flash drive, get whatever you can. His stuff, I'm not kidding. If you go to getalifemedia.com, getalifemedia.com, uh, you can download all of his stuff. Um, he doesn't care. He doesn't copyright it. So make 
thousands, hundreds, copies, whatever, and get the word out. And so that's wonderful, wonderful. But I bought several um, downloads. I used to stream it, download through um, Vimeo. So anyway, lots of ways, lots of lots of ways to get the word. And so I'm going to scroll on over here. And uh, here's uh, the one by, you know him, you love him. He is our favorite. Now it's Leo Homan, H-O-H-M-A-N-N.com, Operation Mockingbird. Yes, it's a real thing. Now, folks, there's a video on this. And uh, I did watch the video. And it's just them asking Anderson Cooper, hey, what do, do you know Operation Mockingbird? Can you tell us about that? And he just kept kept going, ignoring him. Ignoring him. The next thing, you know, three bodyguards showed up. And the next thing you know, he's hiding in his trailer. I'm like, oh, you know, because, you know, uh, Anderson Cooper was employed by the CIA when he was in college. I don't know if you guys knew that. We'll talk about that. The one I want to talk to you was hunger and artificial intelligence fuel to power the Antichrist coming machine of control. This is the 20th of September by Terry James. You can find it at harbingersdaily.com. And I do believe I spoke on this. I did have this on my podcast. And I don't think it, it was this exact article because there is a lot of going on with AI um, talking about this and the coming, you know, how, how is it, how's the Antichrist going to control everything? Well, you know, through um, um, artificial intelligence, of course, and demons. So, um, but, uh, you know, he says a very old saying is the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. And he goes, this, of course, is a reference to romanticism, a saying that links a woman's ability to cook delicious food to winning a man's love for her. I have no idea about the validity of that connection, he says, but I've heard that expression many times over the decades and long before the saying became more or less um, passe, he says. Another saying is, quote, an army travels on its stomach. By this, it doesn't mean that soldiers crawl on the battlefield to a uh, to maintain a low profile to prevent um, hostile fire from hitting them. It refers uh, it refers an army needing to be well fed to maintain top fighting form. Uh, in the same way, the army's war machinery like tanks must be kept fueled properly to be effective at fighting tools in battle. And so I'm going to fix this screen here for you guys. There we go. We're not for you guys, but for me. I'll make it a little bit easier to read here. So he says, the time is coming when food will be the primary commodity that will fuel um, Antichrist machine of control over most of the earth. The unfortunate people alive at the time will comply with the demands of the man of sin's regime or face starvation. Here's the scripture verifying that this demand is on the prophetic horizon. This is Revelation chapter 13, verses 16 and 17 in the KJV. And he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their forehead, and that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Mm. He goes on to say this prophecy, of course, oh my goodness. I hit the wrong button and boy, sent me to the end of the article. Wow, you guys, that was fast. It was a great article. And um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, let me scroll back over here again. So he says, um, this prophecy, of course, is about the 666 mark. Those of the tribulation era must receive or otherwise be killed. As the prophecy goes on to indicate, it involves the personal pledge of worship to Antichrist that allows people to interact within the economic system of that horrific time. It says, to most believers who have deeply considered this future time, Jesus said will be the worst of all human history, which is Matthew 24, 21. There's little doubt that artificial intelligence will play a major part in fulfilling Antichrist's ability to, for a time, control almost all the world's population. That swiftly developing technology will, without a doubt, be used to control who eats 
and who doesn't. Those who accept the 666 mark signifying that they worship the beast or the Antichrist will have given their souls over to the satanic realm. They will be lost forever. No chance of redemption according to Revelation chapter 14. And that is true. Folks, there's an angel flying in heaven telling people uh, across across the heavens telling people not to take the mark of the beast. And if you take the mark of the beast, you have no chance. You are condemned to hell for eternity. So he goes on to say, um, in this sense, AI will be the way to humans to humankind's stomach, thus uh, there to their heart. He says, I once heard Dr. J. Vernon McGee say that in the tribulation, he wouldn't blame people for breaking into stores and stealing food because their little ones will be starving and will need to eat. And um, he says, well, I would, because of the question of age of accountability, see, I'm going to say that. I was just about to say at the top of my head, uh, children will go to heaven, uh, will go in the rapture. But he goes, have some, he goes, well, I would, because of the question of age of accountability, will some contention with this great old preacher about whether there will be children of any age uh, beyond toddlers on earth at that time, which is another topic for another commentary, he says. And with the AI lockdowns and surveillance capability, no doubt a thousand times greater uh, even than it is now, it is doubtful that it will be possible to break in and steal from the Antichrist regime's food stores. And that's true, folks. Um, it's not going to happen. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Um, but as far as Jay, and I love Jay Vernon McGee. I've got several of his books on Psalms and stuff like that. Great, great, great pastor, great man of God. But uh, during the rapture, the children will go uh, in the rapture because they don't know right from wrong. You know, they haven't they haven't reached the age of, I mean, they know right from wrong, but they haven't reached the age of accountability. And, uh, and so the Bible talks about that as well. But moving right along, while there will be many believing martyrs, the Holy Spirit and God's direct intervention during those years will doubtless be tremendous. So like, so likely miracles from on high will be almost routine. Many refusing the mark will, and will, we can expect to be supernaturally protected and assisted by angelic activity. That system of Luciferian control we believe is currently developing at a pace that is beyond astounding. We can understand the speed of these things going on in AI through reports such as the following, and I quote, Customs and Borders Protection, CBF, part of the Department of Homeland Security, has bought millions of dollars worth of software from a company that uses artificial intelligence to detect sentiment and emotion in online posts, according to a cache of documents. Mm-hmm. CBP told 404 Media it is using technology to analyze open source information related to inbound and outbound travelers who the agency believes may threaten public safety, national security, or lawful trade and travel. In this case, the specific company called Fivecast also offers, quote, AI-enabled, unquote, object recognition and images and video and detection of risk terms and phrases across multiple languages, according to one of the documents. Fivecast, according to its mission statement, is, quote, used and trusted by leading defense, national security, law enforcement, corporate security, and financial intelligence organizations around the world and deploys unique data collection and AI-enabled analytics to solve the most complex intelligence challenges. It claims to work with the intelligence agencies of all five nations that comprise the so-called Five Eyes, the United Kingdom, United States, New Zealand, Australia, and Canada. Among the many red flags the Fivecast claimed to be able to detect with its software are the emotions of the social media user. Charts contained in the marketing materials uncovered by 404 show metrics regarding various emotions such as sadness, fear, anger, and disgust on social media over time. When chart shows peaks of anger and disgust throughout an early 2020 time frame of Target, for example, 
404 reports. Logistics, logistical difficulties of AI assessing human emotion aside, this would theoretically open the door for the government to surveil and censor not just the substance of speech, but also the alleged emotion behind that speech, which could potentially at some point be admissible in court to impugn the intent motive of defendants. It's almost impossible to overestimate the dystopian applications of this technology, which for obvious reasons, governments around the world are eagle beavers to adopt. Yes, so he goes on to say food shortages are being reported around the world, much of it deliberately contrived by despotic government agents severe food shortage of the deadliest kind is foretold in god's word in revelation chapter 6 verses 5 through 6 and when he had opened the third seal i heard the third beast say come and see and i beheld and lo a black horse and he that sat on him had a pair of balances in his hands and i heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts say a measure of wheat for a penny and three measures of barley for a penny and see thou hurt not the oil and the wine starvation is indicated in this prophecy the pale horse follows the black horse of starvation meaning the deaths of many will result from food deprivation this lack of food availability will certainly be a way antichrist will control the populations of earth by causing many to worship him or die of starvation ai as we've seen in setting the stage for fulfillment of the rider on the black horse you don't want to be on this judgment bound planet when the rider on the black horse rides across the globe here is how to be in the presence of the lord through the rapture and instead be sitting down to the supper of the lamb the greatest meal ever served while billions on earth are starving because of rejection of god's way of salvation and this is romans 10 9 folks that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the lord jesus christ and shalt believe in thine heart that god hath raised him from the dead thou shalt be saved for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made into salvation folks mark that in your bible romans 10 verses 9 through 10 that is the way to salvation, folks. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Savior, today is the day of salvation. I would not wait another moment. Um, terrifying, terrifying times are coming upon this world. Things are getting out of control right now as it sits. It's only going to get worse. Let's talk about Mockingbird Operation Mockingbird. It is a real thing, folks. Leo Homan, right now. Here we go. Anderson Cooper is the quintessential elitist propaganda pusher posing as a journalist, which is why he had nothing to say when confronted with the truth recently about a long-standing CIA program. The video clip below tells you everything you need to know about Anderson and his colleagues in the mainstream corporate media. While they may support or not support various politicians, they can always be counted on to work as partners with the unelected powers who make up the administrative state. Of course, you guys want to watch that video, you know where to go. Leo Holman, H-O-H-M-A-N-N.com to check it out. And it uh, talks all about uh, chasing him around. Of course, he won't answer any questions. So, yes... Operation Mockingbird is a real thing. It was revealed during hearings held by U.S. Senator Frank Church more than 45 years ago. The Church Committee was a U.S. Senate Select Committee in 1975 that investigated abuses by the three-letter agencies, yeah, CIA, NSA, FBI, and IRS. These agencies, along with a lot of others that didn't even exist in 1975, have since, the, have since then only grown in their size, scope, and power in over our lives. Let's look at the FBI, folks. Look at the CIA. CIA. Look at the I IRS isn't even really a government um, entity. But anyway, 
Eve the left-leaning Daily Beast published an article on July 12th of 2017 titled How the CIA Paid and Threatened Journalists to Do His Work. Much of the Daily Beast information came from Carl Bernstein, another journalist with some cachet behind his name, who uh, reported on Operation Mockingbird 1977 in an article for Rolling Stone. And he says, uh, here's a brief excerpt from the Daily Beast article. Bernstein revealed the workings of Operation Mockingbird in which many journalists, including Pulitzer Prize winners, joined the CIA's payroll, writing fake stories to disseminate the agency's uh, agitprop and providing intelligence. Other journalists were threatened and blackmailed into cooperating with Mockingbird, and many were given falsified or fabricated information about their actions in order to engender their support for the CIA's mission. The program has never been officially discontinued. And uh, Leo goes on to say, this history of abuse by the three-letter agencies should be taught at every American high school and university, but it's not. You have to go searching for it, he says. Surely CNN's Anderson Cooper is aware of Bernstein's reporting about Operation Mockingbird, but if we listen to Cooper, we're led to believe Operation Mockingbird is just a big joke. All Cooper had to offer uh, to the conversation in the above clip was, you're being ridiculous. Not even worth commenting on. Cooper casts a shame on all legitimate journalists. Because of frosters like him, I hate to even call myself a journalist, he says in 2023. He and his ilk have forever tarnished the meaning of the word. They should resign in disgrace for all the damage they've done to their false and misleading reports, but they will never do that. They are too well paid and have become too addicted to the access they get to the rich and powerful. If they ever started reporting the truth, they would stop getting invited to all the fancy cocktail parties by the wealthy and politically connected elites in D.C., New York, L.A., Paris, and London. Folks, check that article at Leo Holman, H-O-H-N-N-N dot com, H-O-H-M-A-N-N dot com. Oh, goodness, you guys, so much happening. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. So let's jump into this one really quick. So uh, this is the, the free speech here at the Wine Press. We're going to roll on down here. Do, 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 do. So for rogue platforms refuse to comply with important obligations and thereby endangering people's lives and safety will be possible at least as a last resort, he says, to ask a court for a temporary suspension of their service after involving all relative relevant parties, EU states. Uh, once again, folks, this article is by Jacob, Jacob M. Thompson. So, uh, right here it says, unbeknownst to most people of the world, the internet has officially changed forever and what people are allowed to say and publish is in great jeopardy. One month ago to this point, uh, the European Union's invasive law called the Digital Services Act or the DSA took effect that essentially allows bureaucrats in the EU to become the arbiters of speech and free thought online, legally restricting what platforms can and cannot say. So Ursula von der Leyen, and I've reported on her quite a bit, folks. Uh, president of the EU posted in a tweet, quote, we're bringing our European values into the digital world with strict rules on transparency and accountability. Our Digital Services Act aims to protect our children's societies and democracies. As of today, very large online platforms must apply the new law. Mm, the EU Commission provides their fluffy definition and purpose of the goal. Quote, the Digital Services Act and Digital Market, um, Markets Act aim to create a safer digital space where the fundamental rights of users are protected and to establish a level playing field for businesses. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. 
whiny little... Mm. The two main goals, according to the EU, are number one, to create a safer digital space in which the fundamental rights of all users of digital space are protected, and number two, to establish a level playing field to foster innovation, growth, and competitiveness both in European single market and globally. More specifically, this bill targets online marketplaces, social networks, content-sharing platforms, app stores, and online travel and accommodation platforms, and includes rules that govern gatekeeper online platforms, unquote. The EU explains why such a bill is needed. They assert that, quote, while there are many benefits of the digital transformation, there are also problems. A core concern is the trade and exchange of illegal goods, services, and content online. Online services are also being misused by manipulative algorithmic systems to amplify the spread of disinformation and for other harmful purposes like telling the real truth um these challenges and the way platforms address them have a significant impact on fundamental rights online yes fundamental rights the bill was passed on october of 2022 and took effect that in november the next leg of the bill took effect this past month that allows some of the teeth on the bill to be sunken in According to the bill's dedicated website, 17 very large online platforms um, and two very large online search engines that reach at least 45 million monthly active users are the first that are legally forced to comply to their get ready folks. Very large online platforms are Alibaba, AliExpress, Amazon Store, Apple App Store, Booking.com, Facebook, Google Play, Google Maps, Google Shopping, Instagram, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Snapchat, TikTok, Twitter, uh, Wikipedia, YouTube, and Zalando, whatever that is. Very large online search engines, mm, Bing and Google search, uh, DuckDuckGo. Anybody familiar? DuckDuckGo? Go to DuckDuckGo. Um, since taking effect, a slew of specific criteria has been enforced and put on offer, quote unquote, offer for users of these platforms. Some of them, which include users will get clear information on why they are recommended certain information and will have the right to opt out from recommendation systems based on profiling platforms and search engines need to make or need to take measures to address risks linked to dis the, sis, the, the, and my goodness, can't speak today folks the dissemination of illegal content online into negative effects on freedom of expression and information mm. platforms need to have clear terms and conditions and enforce them diligently and non-arbitrarily mm. uh, platforms need to have a mechanism for users to flag illegal content and act upon notifications expeditiously mm. platforms need to analyze their specific risk and put in place mitigation measures for instance to address the spread of disinformation and in authentic use of their service mm. the eu defines what they mean by disinformation and it includes false or misleading content that is spread with an intention to deceive or secure economic or political gain which may cause public harm and such code has proven effective during electoral periods and to quickly respond to crises such as the coronavirus pandemic and the war in ukraine hmm. in other words if you're trying to tell the actual truth the real truth um, you're going to be spreading disinformation. If it doesn't line up with their agenda, you will be blocked, in effect, taken down, blacked out, never existed. That's where we're at. Can you believe this? This is the, well, I can see it in the EU, but it's coming to a country near you and me. Um, mm, guys, I tell you what, mm, I tell you what, I honestly never thought I would see this day. I just never thought I would see this day. And uh, I say it a lot. 
<laughs> totally. I just, I'm, mm. but you know, the Bible told us this was coming. And so, um, we should, uh, ah, we should wake up and smell the coffee guys. Cause it's coming, it's coming. And we really do need to get prepared. And what I mean, prepared, you better read your Bible, read your Bible, um, get praying, you know, um, get in a good fellowship with the Lord, get you a good home church. Uh, if you don't have a good home church, um, you can go to sunrise Bible church. Pastor Billy Crone will help you start a home church. Um, at the Creek will help you start a, they call it a watch party, uh, home create uh, home church. And you know, we're going to end up going that way anyway, because in the end day, that's how the church started. We're in homes. It's probably how we're going to end before Christ comes and takes us home. Um, things are going to get a little bit hairy, and uh, you know we have all these all these new variants coming out. Variant. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, it's just crazy. It's crazy, folks. They they're wicked. They are wicked. And if you will murder babies in the womb, alter them on the um, the sacrifice to Baal. This is what our country's, what the United States is doing. Ukraine. I'm sure the people of Ukraine are wonderful folks. There are m many Christians, many Christians in Ukraine. But there is some wicked stuff going on in Ukraine. And uh, Pastor Billy Crone um, talked about it, I guess it was last Sunday. Um, if you haven't watched that, uh, his latest sermon, you need to watch it. Um, the Rise of Demon Worship and all that on on Wednesdays. Is those sermons, Voodoo Vampires and the Rise of Demon Worship, folks. You need to get, you need to get plugged in. You need to, you need to, because people, you know, Christians, they go to church, like, how to have your best love now, how to have your best marriage, how to blah, 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 it's about you. <laughs> it's not about Jesus, that's about you. No, it's about Jesus, folks, it's all about Jesus. But churches, pastors aren't preaching what is happening in the world, the sat Satanism in the world. They have their own calendar. You wonder all these people go missing. Um, Satanism, voodoo, all this, folks, it is off the charts. Like I was in, I was, I'm in a small town. We only have like maybe 200,000 people here. And odds are you could throw a rock and hit somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody, right? So I was at the stoplight and I was looking around. There was like two cars that had uh, satanic crap on their car. And I was like, you're kidding me, right? Magic with a K and all of this other stuff. Folks, they don't know anybody because no one's telling them. Nobody's telling them. And they make Satan have to be a good guy. Oh, Satan's the good guy. Do what thou will, you know? Folks, we got to get out there and tell them the truth. We have to tell them the truth. And the Bible said they're going to hate us because they hated him. They hated Jesus. They will hate us too. The world hates us because we uh, show them their sin. That's why. Uh, but one day it's all going to be revealed. And um, I'll tell you what. The only thing I want to hear is, well done, my good and faithful servant. Enter into the kingdom. Woo. Don't you want to hear that? I know you do. I do not want to depart from me, for I never knew you, you who practice lawlessness. Boom. Those have got to be the most terrifying words ever at any time. And there will be people. But Lord, Lord, we did this in your name. And Lord, Lord, we did that. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness, for I never knew you. Folks, there are people right now following a false Jesus. But they don't know that because they don't read their Bible. They follow people like Kat Kerr. <laughs> what? It's woman is demon possessed. Then people still by the millions. If you look at their, their, like Sid Ross and all these people. If you look at their, 
YouTube pages and like the millions and millions of people follow these. I'm like, are you serious? How can you think that this real biblical Christianity, that is not biblical Christianity. Folks, a lot of people can call yourself a Christian, but that doesn't mean you are. It doesn't mean you're a Christian. You can say it all you want to, but that does not make you a Christian. That does not mean you are saved. If you went down and said a little prayer, that does not mean you're saved when you were a kid. It doesn't make you saved. Your personal relationship with Jesus Christ is what saves you. Your faith in Jesus Christ is what saves you. Jesus Christ is who saves you. There's only one way to God the Father, and that's Jesus. He says he is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through him. There's only one door. There's not many paths to heaven. And there's not, you know, different names for God. And they're not all the same. No. There's one God Almighty. There's one Jehovah. That is it. He is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Folks, only one. It's only one. Don't let the world fool you. Do not be deceived. Jesus said, how many times did he say that? Be ye not deceived be ye not deceived oh you guys if you're not in the word of god you can be easily deceived how do you think these people that follow these false jesuses are are deceived look at the mormons that's not jesus they follow or ask them who jesus is they got a lot of flowery language boy they make it sound all they throw in some christianese and sprinkle some of this and some of that and then boy they make it sound all good jesus is not satan's brother jesus is god jesus is all man he's all god he is god's son you have god the father god the son god the holy spirit and they're not like OTD Jake says. They're not all one. It's not all oneness. And yeah, you can blow these people out of the water when you bring up John and when uh, Jesus was baptized. So you have God in heaven saying, this is my son in whom I'm well pleased. There's God saying that. Jesus is being baptized, coming up out of the water. And then you have the Holy Spirit descending upon Jesus like a, like a, like a dove. All three right there. All three separate but one. You see what I'm saying? So if you don't know the word of God, you, you like they tell you this stuff. You're like, oh, wow, that sounds good. You don't know any better. You'll be sucked in. Did your Jehovah Witnesses, you'll get sucked into all that. I always thought it was so funny because Bill, was, he'd be up there and these people, can they put this stuff on their doors? And boy, they, they'd hey, hey, um, would you like to talk to us? Like, you know, would you come in all this stuff? And you had the Mormons and all this. And he'd be so funny. And they come to the door and he goes, oh, sure, my roommate would love to talk to you. She's a Southern Baptist. And boy, they'd leave. They wouldn't, they wouldn't even come in our house. <laughs> because Baptists are taught the word of God. A lot of folks don't aren't, you know, but if you don't know, you have no way to refute them. Get a very get a good apologetics Bible because you're gonna need one. And no apologetics is not we're apologizing. It's how to how to tell folks the truth. When they come to you with a question like, hey, you know, why why is the earth flat? Like whatever. You have the apologetics Bible. And um a really good one is the Holman Christian Standard Bible. Folks. Not the C, not the Christian Standard, not the CSB. They don't print the Holman Christian Standard. It's, it's got to be the HCSB. They don't print that anymore. Go to eBay. Get you a good one. An HCSB Apologetics Bible. 
you'll thank me. I'm telling you, thank the Lord Jesus Christ that they put that together because it's one of the best. It's one of the best apologetics Bible I've seen. Um, John MacArthur is an exceptional expositor of the Bible. Yes, he's a Calvinist, but he's a pre-tribulationist Calvinist. So he does believe that Jesus is um, coming back. He's going to rapture the church. He's staunch, staunch about that. He's fantastic. I know people are like, he's a Calvinist. Well, he's kind of a Calvinist. But him and R.C. Sproul, um, or Sproul, however you want to pronounce his name. And I love R.C. I do. I know he's gone on to be with the Lord. And he, had, you know, um, I don't always agree. I'm, I'm not a Calvinist. But, you know, I don't always agree with that. But he was a great expositor of the Bible as well. And so, you know, there's a lot of things that people um, can disagree with as brothers and sisters in the Lord and it not be a doctrinally salvation issue. It's not, you know, there's different things because we're not all going to agree. You know, Jesus did, he came to divide, right? He didn't, he, the, the big uniter would be say, look on earth, global this and global that. And we're all going to, well, remember the tower of Babel was all, we're going to build this and we're all going to, then nothing will stop it. You know, that's not how God wanted us to be. God separated everybody, gave us different languages, you know. So, you know, all Christians, we're not going to go to the same church. We're not going to be part of the same denomination, you know. But we all will believe in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And because uh, you, But go to Get Life Media and look at uh, Pastor Billy Crone. He's got a whole thing. It's a Bible, Bible studies on, I mean, Catholicism, uh, Seventh-day Adventists, Jehovah Witnesses, Mormons, all of this stuff. He breaks all of them down and you're going to, you'll learn a lot and you'll have a lot more um, information. So when people come to you, like if they are Jehovah, how are you going to witness to a Jehovah witness? If you don't really know what Jehovah witnesses believe, you know, cause they'll twist everything to try to suck you into their cult. But you have to know what they believe in order to say, Hey, this is what the Bible says. This is what Jesus said. You know, this is what God says. So we have to have knowledge to be able to, to witness to those folks because we love those people. Jesus loves those people. We are to love people. It's one thing that marks Christians different. We genuinely love people. We don't want anybody to go to hell because God doesn't want anybody to go to hell. He wants no one to perish, but all to come to the repentance and come to the, his, his son, Jesus Christ, the Savior. And so we need to have that heart of compassion and love for this world because there's a lot of people that are dying every day without the Lord Jesus Christ and they will wake up in eternity of hell, eternity perished forever. And, um, you know, what are we doing about that? We've, you know, what can you do? What can we, uh, what can I do? We need to pray every morning. Like, Lord, please use me. Use me. Now I'm telling you, if you ask him to use you during your day, there's no doubt that you're not going to come across somebody, do something. I can't tell you how many times that happens. The Lord puts me in places, and it is amazing. It is amazing how he can use you. And, man, I tell you what, it's just it's a humbling experience, and um, it's something, you know, that's just, there's just no other way to explain it. Um, you know, when you know that you're in the right place. Anyway, guys, with that, I'm going to get off of here. <laughs> so, anyway... Um, as always, get in the Word of God. Let the Word of God get into you. And uh, Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha, oh Lord Jesus, please come today. Take us home. Take us out of this wretched world. I'll tell you what. Because, um, you know, if you haven't watched the movie uh, Before the Wrath, get out there and watch that because you'll have a better understanding of what the rapture is and what we'll be doing when everybody else is on earth um, when they're going through that great tribulation. Um, anyway, with that, guys. Anyway, uh, I thank you guys so much for listening. May God bless each and every one of you. And keep looking up.
because Jesus is coming soon.